0: welcome
1: to night of the living geeks if you geek out over it we've got a podcast for it
0: hello and welcome to another episode of monthly music digest i'm mary hughes i'm john pingle and we are here to dive into June 2018, our selections. And I tell you what, John, there was a lot to choose from this month.
1: Oh, boy. Let me tell you. So uh, we put those those restrictions on, on ourselves where we, it's <laughs> six and six. And I'm looking at my six, and I, I'm fine with the six I picked. But I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other albums that I could have put on here.
0: Well see, that was that was my problem as well to a great degree because I started digging through about halfway through June, I kinda sat down, and I was like, Okay, what's come out so far? Getting a look ahead at what was coming out later in the month and it just sort of felt like I was swimming in possibilities of good music and so much of it lived up to what I was hoping for. Yeah. That when it came time to kind of figure out my last two to three, you know, I had to make some hard decisions. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh goodness.
0: But uh but we got there eventually. Yes. And uh now those of you who are listening, you might be wondering once you once you hear this episode and you hear our choices, you might be thinking, "Well, didn't they listen to Beyonce and Jay-Z's mm. uh album together uh, as The Carters?" And I'm going to tell you Besides hearing one full song and a little bit of something else, no, we did not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not. And it's because, why would that be, Mary? Why would that be?
0: I mean, it has something to do with the fact <laughs> that they put out their stuff on Tidal.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, that is, for me, when bands do that and then, you know, do not release on other formats. I mean, I get it. They're trying to make Fetch happen. Uh <laughs> But, I mean, I'm not going to subscribe to your your service. I'm sorry.
0: And I'm the same way, man. Like, I remember, I guess, a couple years ago now when Rihanna released one of her albums through Tidal. And I was just like, well, I want to hear this, but how am I ever going to? Yeah. And then, luckily, she put it out in another format because I was able to get a copy of it somehow. And I remember being like, okay, thank you, whoever did this for us poor Rihanna fans out there.
1: Right, yeah.
0: But, you know, besides seeing, you know, the Carter video uh, for Ape Shit, which is, I mean, it's great. I want to hear the rest of it. But come on. Yeah. You know, g- give a dog a bone, man. Put this shit on Spotify.
1: Yes, please. That would be. I mean, usually what they do is they will they'll put it out a couple of weeks or maybe a month or two later. But, um, yeah, I mean, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait that long.
0: Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Who wants to wait that long to hear awesome music <laughs> i know i can't i cannot wait that long <laughs> well thankfully uh my six picks and your six picks can be heard by people right here right now uh in many formats and so i suggest we get right into it how about you
1: let's do it i'm uh i'm pretty
0: excited all right nice well you know if you're pretty excited then i think you should kick things off
1: all right so my uh my very first album here is uh chromio's fifth album called head over heels uh i love this band they are you know they're a duo and they're it's electro funk right right and they're canadian and we just celebrated uh canadian day a couple yeah that's right happy canada day (laughs) yes so uh felt felt pretty like a, a pretty good pick for me um man i just uh I guess kind of like I would – I don't even want to say a more fun Jamiroquai because I love Jamiroquai. (laughs) Let's say a less serious Jamiroquai. Let's go with that. I can dig it. They have some comical elements to them, but they're really just – they're deep-rooted in funk, and that just is a lot of fun. And I've been waiting for this album for about four years since their last album, Uh, and it's just good stuff. I'd say my favorite track – I mean the whole the whole album's great but I think my favorite track is Juice and I believe they also have a music video for this that is um also very funny. Uh yeah, I I would o- honestly just check out these guys. They're, they're really good. That's pretty much all I got to, got to say about that.
0: No, they're they're dynamite all the way around if if people listening aren't familiar with them and I hadn't realized that it had been 4 years since their last release.
1: Yes. Goodness.
0: That's nuts.
1: It is it's a, it's a long time for them to but I mean when you put out great albums you can tour on those for a while
0: sit, that is true i mean on one of my one little. of my favorite artists saint vincent she'll put out an album you know depending on what's going on maybe like every two to four years herself yeah. but she tours relentlessly so you're Always. never you never forget what she was doing right before she decides to do a new album so. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> all right excellent choice excellent way to kick this off for june uh, I'm going to start off with something kind of in the very opposite spectrum of Chromeo, And that is a band by the name of Snail Mail uh, with their Ooh. release that came out this month called Lush. And I, my introduction to this band actually came from one of my coworkers who was singing the praises of this band, not only uh, to my face, but also in part of his other work where he was writing up a little a little review of their album and just talking about how great they were. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a (laughs) shot. Uh, But it's headed up by a woman by the name of Lindsay Jordan. And uh, she did do an EP back in 2016, but this is her, her debut full length. Hmm. And it's, you know, when you look it up online there, you're going to get your very pat kind of genre thing of alternative slash indie.
1: Yes, (laughs) Uh, You
0: know, right. how, How many millions of bands can fall under that header. But, uh, when you dig a little bit deeper, it, she's in a subgenre which I didn't know much about called slow core. And I was literally just describing it to my girlfriend on the way, uh, to, to record this, this podcast. But the whole vibe of it is if you're coming out of the nineties and the early two thousands in the shoegaze kind of thing, where you've got this reverbed guitar and kind of, you know, lyrics that you can't fully understand, but maybe you don't need to, because, it's all very deep and whatever. Well, it's a kind of like Shoegaze, okay. but a bit slower in tone. You don't have such a big wall of guitar sound coming at you. And right. the, whole, the whole idea behind Slowcore is that all the songs are allowed to kind of breathe and grow naturally. Nothing feels forced. Yeah, And as I was listening to this album and kind of running it over a couple of times in my head, I totally got what they were meaning by it because each song is very purposely placed in how it comes, how it comes into you, and and, you know, I feel like it's kind of got some of your typical angst that you might expect of a youthful band uh, putting music out there in that kind of indie vein. But ended up really liking it a lot more. Made me feel like you know a a tormented fifteen-year-old again, and you know that's okay. Every (laughs) once in a while, get in touch with that side of myself. Uh So, my song choice on off of snail mail's Lush is speaking terms it's got a really good intro that just kind of pulls you in uh, nice lyrics all the way around. It has a good build up to it that then kind of goes back down again it's a lovely track off of uh, a nice album so snail mail track I picked the speaking terms off the album lush
1: all right, all right so, so we we're, t- we're talking, talking about, about teen angst. Uh, we're going to get a little serious here. Ooh, all right. Bring it on, man. So, uh, debut album from uh, Linkin Park's Mike Shinoda, uh, post-traumatic. I remember I saw this album was coming out, and I went, okay, I think I'm going to listen to this. Even though, you know, I I loved Linkin Park. Uh, I thought they had a great sound. When they they got in their groove, they were definitely in their groove. And then uh, last year uh unfortunately chester took his life yeah and we're we're seeing the um what is it it's not the uh, i'm trying to think of the word and i can't think of it right now the uh oh boy that's that's not coming out i can't not, i can't think <laughs> of the word we're seeing what? the the it's not the I'm, i want to say outfall, but that's not what i'm trying oh, to like say oh like the fallout the fallout there we go yeah goodness what was that anyway <laughs> so we're see, we're seeing the fallout of that, and um man if this isn't, if this isn't some cathartic kind of grieving album, goodness uh, this album i listening to it, and I listened to it again today it's just man, he's putting it all out there
0: well that's what I, I you know when you said the title of the album and when I saw it uh earlier, I, I was just like i I wondered if it was exactly what it was supposed to be by being called post traumatic oh, because. Yeah you know i was like obviously they'll be dealing with some stuff after yeah. what happened
1: yes um yeah it is it's a very powerful album i think lyrically it's very good too it it feels like and i i actually i didn't have the words to to describe it but um the man himself said in an interview it goes from 9 inch nails vibes to nwa vibes oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> and some of the music is dark and grieving music, while other music is upbeat about different subjects. It's just, you can tell he's he was going through some shit when he was writing and recording this album. And it is it's very good. I could honestly say in a month where we had just amazing album after amazing album, this one's at least in my top two for sure.
0: Oh wow! For the whole for the whole year? No,
1: for the month. For the month.
0: Okay, I was like, "Damn, that's that's a big proclamation there."
1: But I could I could see this getting. Uh, I mean, when we get there, because we will eventually get there,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Um, I will, uh, you know, I I wouldn't. I don't know how we're gonna tackle that. We'll figure that out. But I would I would probably put up a good fight for this album.
0: Nice, nice. Well, what what's your song choice off of this album?
1: Um, over again is my is my song choice for this. And, and basically if you just look at every, every, uh, title of every song watching as I fall, nothing makes sense anymore.
0: Oh, well
1: ghosts, worlds on fire over again has, has a very haunting lyric. It's basically about him. Uh, they, I guess they did a tribute show and how he just was like, I don't know if I'm gonna, I gotta go do this show and I've never canceled a show but I want to cancel the show. And a haunting line for me is sometimes you don't say goodbye once, you say goodbye over and over and over again. Um, Very chilling stuff, very powerful stuff from, uh, you know, the forfeit the game guys.
0: No, I totally, yeah, I agree. That's that's a very intense lyric.
1: The whole, it's very, like, I remember I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this album and it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be something and it was definitely something and I I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, nice I mean nice choice, man. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see I think any time when something happens within a band where they lose someone, yeah. uh how that ends up manifesting in the members left behind. Yeah. And so um uh, nice choice. Nice choice. Thank you. Uh well, we're moving into something that I would say is incredibly moving and deals with a lot of different levels of thought about our, our time here on earth and perhaps what comes after. Uh, And it's all coming to us from some very experimental and expressive jazz. Uh, And it's Kamase Washington off of his album, heaven and earth, which uh, it's a lot like a double album actually, because it's split into two sides, the heaven side and the earth side.
1: Ooh. I yeah, like that.
0: and um, it's it's it is something to really sink your teeth into. If you if you dig jazz, you should get into it. And if you think you might like some jazz, this is something that uh, it's pretty heady in a lot of ways. But this guy uh, Kamasi Washington, he deals with the tenor sax mostly, but he he does kind of free form sometimes and also traditional the next. But he's always playing with stuff and changing up how things go. And the man has played with freaking everyone under the sun it seems like uh besides his solo stuff that he does he's played with you know folks like flying lotus and kendrick lamar and shaka khan wow yeah been on albums just up one way and down the other and he's in my mind for someone who was born in 1981 this dude is prolific at this point and uh heaven and earth is just it's it's massive in sound and in scope And uh, a little bit contradictory. You kind of got to dig some more progressive sounds in your jazz if you're going to get into this. It reminds me a little bit of like Miles Davis in the 70s or uh, another great jazz guy by the name of Pharaoh Sanders. You got that very expressive, deep, jam like quality to all their their jazz where you can just put on a track and it's like 12 minutes long oh boy and you're just gonna bug out listen to it because it's so good yeah but uh it's not for the faint of heart you know that's how i'm gonna put it you really gotta want to get into it if you're gonna (laughs) listen to this album
1: fair Uh, enough
0: but after i gave it a nice listen through and really felt like i got to the heart of it it was hard for me to choose a favorite song especially with a total of 16 tracks i believe um that are long. I mean, nothing was below six minutes, and and a lot of things were about nine to ten minutes long. So you got a lot to listen to. But uh, I eventually settled on the on the track "Connections" as my as my favorite off of Heaven and Earth from Kamasi Washington. It's uh, he has vocals on some tracks, and then others are instrumentals. And this has some vocals in there, but it for something that doesn't have where you don't have to think too hard about what. The vocals are right. It definitely seemed to live up to the name of the song. I felt like it was connecting me to something bigger, and uh, that's pretty sweet. So, Kamase Washington, man, uh, Heaven and Earth. If you're if you're down for some jazz, that's where everybody should be going right now, and uh, and check out Connections in particular because that's my song of choice.
1: Awesome, <laughs> love it. Yeah, man. So, uh, I have been waiting to talk about. <laughs> ghost uh for a while now um ghost is pretty much everything i enjoy in a band they're they're um they're from sweden that's great they're you know they're a heavy metal band as well that's also great okay
0: two boxes checked
1: and they they have a um a theme they have a backstory that they've built for themselves and there's a little bit of of mystery behind them um, are you familiar with the band Ghost?
0: I am not, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about this, because now my interest is truly piqued from what
1: you're saying. Um, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on them, but I will basically tell you that um, they are led by a ghostly figure that is um, usually, um, <laughs> he is dressed in kind of like the Pope. Uh,
0: okay, But All instead right.
1: of a right-side-up cross, and actually it's an upside-down cross, and of we course. have we have the um the nameless ghouls who are the other members of the band and they are all well they used to be all elements i'm not sure if they're all elements still it's 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 crazy it's some crazy stuff and with each album a different lead singer is i'm sorry a different leader of ghost is introduced but it is it is the same person always so Okay, this
0: sounds wild. It is very wild. I'm picturing this and I'm getting you know, I'm getting a mental image that I'm creating here. And I guess for me, are their songs scary or creepy or anything like that? Um they
1: I mean, I don't know if they I mean the lead vocalist um he has an amazing voice and he he's more of a singer than a than a growler, and I actually don't even know if he growls in any songs. He's just mainly singing. They're they're more of a hard rock band than a heavy metal band, but they have elements of you know like the metal, like you know like worshiping Satan and stuff like that. You know,
0: <laughs> of course, right? They
1: don't actually worship Satan, but you know, um, they might as well. They have a lot of songs. <laughs> it's like they are, you know, they are they are praising. Praising Lucifer and stuff like that. I'll send you a couple of their tracks. They're actually Please like do. they are a legitimately awesome band. And they they gained some speed with their with their last album. And this album is just whew. It is very, very good. It is um it's called prequel, but it is pronounced pre kill.
0: Of course, because <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> um
1: and Man, this album is just fucking jamming from start to finish. It's it is so much fun. I remember when uh the 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 uh the single Rats came out. Um I was like, "Yep, this is exactly what I need." And they I talked about a band that has found their groove. This band has definitely found their groove. Um if you're looking for maybe uh and I think we talked about this in an earlier one of our episodes in like an intro to metal band like oh, so you're... this
0: could be the gateway drug.
1: Oh, definitely. Like, if you like <laughs> rock and then you kind of like hard rock, but you're not sure if you want to go any harder than that, I would definitely check out this band. Mainly some of their earlier stuff, but definitely check out this album. It is amazing. It's got some kick-ass solos on it. It's just, oof, it's very good. But um, And it also has, like, smack dab in the middle. It has uh, an instrumental track. They actually have two instrumental tracks, and they're both killer they're both amazing um but my um favorite song off of this album would have to be track number six dance uh macabre which is an amazing track
0: dude um, hell yeah i mean not to not to you know bring up connections again but just this past weekend i had dance macabre uh the the old classical tune oh uh, in my head, just like stuck in my brain to the point where I was digging up videos of various orchestras, playing it in symphonies and whatever. <laughs> so now that I hear that they that they have a song by this name, now I'm, I'm more sold than I was before, just knowing that it was a band full of ghouls. Oh, yes.
1: Apologize. You definitely need to check out this album. I, I, I said that uh, uh, post-traumatic was uh, up in the one or two, but this is definitely number one with a bullet for me for the month.
0: Oh, nice, man. Excellent. It's Excellent.
1: some good well, stuff. Well,
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out and digging into that a bit more. Oh, because yeah. as you know, when it comes to hard rock and metal, you know, you're the doctor that I turn to. Oh, thank, thank
1: you.
0: <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Awesome. Well, uh, pivoting into another direction is my third choice, uh, which is King Princess and their debut EP, Make My Bed. So it's just five songs to kind of wet your whistle when it comes to the King Princess sound, mm-hmm. but it's 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 pop music with a little bit of an indie edge, perhaps in there, but mostly pop. But what makes it stand out is the songs themselves are very tight, especially out of the five. There's two of them that I could just I could put on and listen to over and over again. Um, but also another draw there is that here you got this young person, 19 years old, their debut EP coming about thanks to just the fact that they were recording all the time anyway in like college, but they met up with uh Mark Ronson who's everywhere and does everything. And he really liked their sound and uh, King princess released a track by the name of 1950, which is my song choice off of that EP Ooh. and it blew the fuck up in part because Harry Styles uh, yes, that here, oh. Styles from One, One Direction, Direction, tweeted about the lyrics in this song. Oh, wow. And it sent every young girl and probably a lot of young anybody from around the world uh, to listening to this. And she, her Spotify numbers are ridiculous now. Oh, goodness. But it's well worth it because it's a damn good song. <laughs> uh, but the whole EP is awesome. And it comes from this queer viewpoint. Because King Princess is queer in real life. Mm. And so that's always very cool. I always am looking for more LGBTQ plus uh, music and artists out there. And it's just a a little five song EP about love and about the pain of being in love with people sometimes and bad relationships and the whole the whole shebang. Uh, But my song choice from King Princess is 1950, which uh, the artist I uh, watched a little interview Mm -hmm. with them and they were talking about it and they were saying it's, it's in one part it's about unrequited love and something anybody could kind of relate to at some point in their life. And then it was also kind of a nod to a time period when queer people were always having to hide how they felt about the people they might've had feelings for. Hence the name of the song being 1950. And it is just a great song. If you've been, if you've been waiting your whole life, for queer pop music, then your time is now here in twenty eighteen because there's a lot to choose from, but King Princess is definitely definitely on the top of that list. So check out the EP Make My Bed and uh Song Choice nineteen fifty. It's a killer.
1: So before we get to my next choice, I just looked up King Princess's numbers. Um nineteen fifty has I I I don't know if this is correct or not. It has 101 million
0: listens. Yes.
1: Holy moly.
0: Dude, I mean, it's one of those it's one of those Kismet moments where you've got someone who's done a song that's really good. Yeah. And it it's got such a good musicality to it and the lyrics are great. It's timely and it's honest. And then one of the biggest, you know, stars <laughs> for a certain demographic of listener. Yeah. Hears it and thinks it's awesome enough that that he's gonna put it out there to the world, dude. It there was it was a no brainer. She became big on so many levels right after right oh, after yeah. that. But it's it wouldn't have worked had it not been such a good song. Wow, yeah, man,
1: that is um, what a bump! <laughs> what a bump! That's just like, I mean, ridiculous. You know,
0: and totally unprompted. Like, King Princess, uh, from what I've read in interviews, just sort of woke up one morning and people were like, "Hey." Harry Styles just tweeted about your song.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. That is just... That is insane.
0: Yeah. That's but crazy. well worth it. So give it a shot is what I say. Give Give King Princess a listen. It's good stuff.
1: All right. So I, I'm not sure if this next album made my list just because I I have a, a place in my heart for Dave Matthews Band. Just, um... I mean,
0: you know, I feel like people give... give give Dave Matthews listeners and fans shit for liking Dave Matthews but you know what we all listen to Dave Matthews at some point <laughs> in our life yeah
1: there you go <laughs> so uh, Dave Matthews they came came out with a new album called Come Tomorrow um I believe this is the first this is the first album they've put out uh in 6 years
0: holy shit okay
1: which is um which is crazy uh yes. I mean they had they had some um some stuff happened in between then but you know we won't we won't get into that um i i enjoy this album it's it's i'd say it's more of a new dave matthews band sound than like an old one with like a full kind of band sound it almost kind of sounds like it would be uh off of one of his solo albums but i i don't know i i always have loved dave matthews i love um his song content and i just love them musically so i i you know that's why they make the list i mean i don't think i really need any uh any other reason other than that i would say my um my track off here would be uh here on out it's a it's a bit of a love song okay so nice probably uh let's probably uh, i don't know i was probably feeling super super uh lovey-dovey when i heard this song so <laughs>
0: look here's here's the thing man. There's nothing wrong with love songs you know and and yeah. feeling it and uh and enjoying and and reveling in those good moments uh so nah man that should if that's what you were feeling then that is that should be your pick most definitely
1: well here here on out is is my choice from dave matthews' ninth studio album damn which is which is crazy but you also have to remember they released like eight million live albums so it kind of feels like you know right this is their 100th studio
0: yeah <laughs> it's like if anyone ever starts digging into the grateful dead
1: oh yes
0: like prepare to be buried uh alive by a wealth <laughs> of live albums and bootlegs. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll never see the light of day again digging <laughs> into their library of music. So yeah, and I and you know, Dave Matthews kind of falls under that purview of jam band in yes. a sense. Yes. But they had way more pop success than many jam bands.
1: Yes, yes, they do.
0: <laughs> nice man. Excellent choice. Uh taking it taking it back to a band that we all know. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm taking this to a band that maybe not a lot of people know. I know they were a new discovery for me. This month, uh and once I got into their music, I was just like, "Where have I been? why haven 't I been listening to this band but it 's a band by the name of tancred uh, and oh. this is uh, an album of theirs came out this month called Nightstand and it is actually uh, a band led by the former now now guitarist, uh, which oh. is also a group that I dig um, I but am... uh, yeah, their former guitarist is the head of this band Jess Abbott
1: they just came out with an now now just came out with a band. Um or an album did was, wasn't was it didn't they? either this month or the month before yeah yeah i just i remember i just um were they not one of my bands from last It might
0: have been from may yeah
1: <laughs> i think it, i think they were
0: i think so man All but right. yeah jess abbott used to be a part of now now and then uh she she spread her wings and decided to go do her own thing and she formed the band tancred and um this album i put it on on a whim Digging around band camp oh, one day. I love
1: that. I love doing that.
0: I know, me too. These, like, you know, unexpected discoveries. But I listened to that album from start to finish and enjoyed every song on it. And I just, I was trying to think of what this sound is. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, a 90s uh, girl rock kind of thing. There were shades of, like, old Liz fair, or maybe a more tame Veruca salt or something of that nature, but still very much its own sound and its own thing. And when I started digging, like I could hear the, you know, I could hear what she was saying and get the lyrics. But sometimes when I really like a song, I want to read the lyrics in front of me and get every word. And that's what I did with many of the tracks on this album. And I just really love her lyrics. They're just, um, they're the kind of lyrics that, you know, she's saying something more than perhaps she's using the words for, like she's not being overly blunt, Mm -hmm. but it's there. And because she's chosen to be a bit more, um, not a bit more obtuse with how she delivers it. It serves it all the better somehow with the way that works with the music, instead of it being like completely laid out, you kind of have to figure it out. And I was really digging it a lot. And, uh, enjoy the album from top to bottom. But if I had to pick a favorite, I am going to go with the first song that I listened to of theirs that really pulled me in, which is a track called Apple Tree Girl. Uh, I've played it numerous times for myself. I have made my girlfriend listen to it several times now (laughs) uh, so that I could sing along with part of the chorus and then point out where she keeps repeating the line and then it builds up. And when she says the final word of it, they put a little echo at the edge and it just, Oh my God. I just lose my shit every time I hear it. So this might be my pick of the month. I mean, I know I've got uh, a couple more that are equally amazing, but I think for June, I'm going to say Tancred's nightstand is definitely my pick of June. And an apple tree girl is just a fucking great song.
1: Well, I will definitely, I, I will check that out because I, I, I just read what I wrote about Now Now's album, and I said it was my favorite album of the month. <laughs> so. so
0: see, Now Now, you know, breeding good stuff on their own, and then the yeah. people who play with them are going off and making great stuff, too. Great. Good. Nice. Love it. Nice, nice. So uh,
1: this next album, uh, I had a bit of... Uh, it's hard because uh, let's face it, Kanye West's on the wrong side of history right now. Oh,
0: good lord! Um, yeah, <laughs> it
1: it sucks. It really it does. does. And I, his, I will say, uh, his album "Ye" didn't get anywhere near my top. It was just garbage. It was terrible. Yeah. Now I don't know if he put all of his creative juices into uh, this. I guess it would be a. um, It's a bit of a a super group, right? A hip hop uh, the duo Kid See Ghost, which is Kid Cudi and Kanye West. I don't know if he put all of his creative juices into this, but holy moly, this is (laughs) in it. This is it's seven songs, but each song is just really good. I it's Kanye at uh, a very he's very good lyrically in this as well as uh is and goodness me uh this album is is very good and it's just like man Kanye why you got to be so dumb
0: well right yeah it's i you know there's there's always that kind of that conflict of like you know how much of what an artist creates do you still give you know your your eyes and your ears and your heart to when outside of that the person is such a mess
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and i feel like that's kind of the that's sort of the weird delicate balance as music listeners that we're asked to do with people like kanye west because you know kid cootie he's great oh yeah you know and he's he puts out solid stuff all the time yeah didn't yeah. he did he put something out this year i thought he did or yeah. maybe last year i i'm not i'm don't quote me on any of that but he's you know ever since i heard Day and night, oh, which no. was ages ago.
1: He hasn't put anything out since 2016.
0: Okay, so it's been it's been a it's been a hot second for him. But I've always been a fan of his delivery. Yes. He has such a cool voice.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: But you know, it, it's one of those things where I think you just have to you you weigh the options for yourself, and then you're just like, okay, if I can dig this album separate from whoever this dude is outside of it, yeah been you know you're getting something out of it so that's cool man
1: yeah i mean it it still still sucks <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly exactly i mean
1: and uh, we've got we've got ty dollar sign on on a track we've got push a t on a track and push a t yeah Pusha T is great he actually put out an album this this year that was also pretty good agreed um, the, the album ends with a track called uh, The Cuddy Montage, and I I didn't realize this, but uh, credited as a writer on this track is uh, one Kurt Cobain. What? Yes, uh, it contains a sample from uh, Burn the Rain, which was written and performed by him.
0: Holy shit, okay. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, just, you know, bringing that And apparently Kid Cudi's like, yeah, we're going to do that too. (laughs) Uh, But my favorite track off of this album is called Fourth Dimension. Um, It is very, very good. It's kind of hard. I listened to this again today. It's very hard to pick a track off this. But Fourth Dimension is just a very, very good track on its own. And it just showcases... Both artists, as they probably wanted to be when they collaborated.
0: Nice, excellent, man. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, speaking of artists who have a very distinctive sound, and, and to the people who know and love them, uh, that's what you're waiting for when you hear that they're putting out an album. Yeah. My fifth selection is one of my favorite singers of all time. Ooh. And and that is Nico Case. Yes. so uh,
1: i didn't have this album on my little list on the side that you probably saw
0: yeah yeah But i
1: loved this album as well but go ahead
0: so good so good so um she put out an album this month actually right at the start of the month i believe called hell on is the name of it Mm -hmm. and I, you know, it's her, it's her seventh album, just as Nico Case. If, if you don't want to dig into her getting together with Katie Lang and, and Laura Bearders and, and the three of them making an album. Right, right. So it's her seventh release. And t- for those who know her sound, you know how good it is, but it's, it's kind of, it's alt country. It's gothic folk. It, it's its own animal, you know? And ever since I heard deep red bells off of blacklisted way back, in like 2000 and God only knows what (laughs) um, I would have been entranced by her voice ever since that time. And when I first heard this album, because I think my anticipation when it comes to hearing that Nico case is putting out new music gets so high that whatever I might be expecting, it it may not hit it immediately. And Mm -hmm. I have to then take my time and listen to it several times before I finally get past myself and hear the album for what it is. And that was a little bit of what I went through listening to hell on. Uh, But once I got there, I was just like, Oh shit, this is so good. (laughs) And every, you know, because she's, she's a fucking like, just ball. She's just batshit crazy with her lyrics, man. You know? And I mean that in the best possible way. They're not insane lyrics, but it's, you have to, again, kind of like with Tancred, you have to you have to sort of dig and get the meaning that... You get her meaning and maybe get your own meaning out of what she's writing because everything is so lyrical and poetic right. and deep. And it could be personal to her or it could just be a story she's telling you and you may never know the truth one way or the other because I think that's how she likes it to be. Uh, she, From all I've gathered, she's an artist who enjoys her privacy in a lot of ways. And so you kind of get out of her albums whatever you choose to get out of them. And okay. once you can set aside expectations if you're a fan, then her each album always hits the fucking mark and hell on has such a great energy to it. There's some playfulness in there. It sounds like she's having fun with not just herself but like with the music. And there's different elements in there that are kind of unexpected. For a Nico Case album, I heard some things in there that were much more electronic uh, underneath you know, some of the more typical sounds. And that kind of caught me off guard, but in a good way. Uh, and when I finally got into it deep enough, it became hard for me to, to think of what song I liked the best. I love the title track a lot. Mm-hmm. Hell On has some yes. amazing lyrics in them. I wish I had written them down. But it's just like when I hear the words, I'm like, how the fuck did you come up with this? Like, who <laughs> like, who are you? Are you a witch? Like, how do you come up with this stuff? But um, when it finally came down to it, and I thought, okay, you've got to choose something for the podcast. You've got to make a pick. Uh, I actually went with the closing track of the album, which is Pitch or Honey. Mm. Um, it has, one, the title I fucking love. And then once you listen to the song itself, you realize that, it's like it's 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 a question she's asking herself is what she's creating. Is it pitch or is it honey? Mm. A- and it's like, you know, two sticky things that are very, very different in, uh, in what they are and what they <laughs> convey. And she sings about how she she's doing this song for herself. And then she but she references leaving it at a Texaco and, like, <laughs> she brings, you know, someone's talking to her at a wedding. And it was, like, every perfect thing about a Nico Case song all put into one song. And I, it's great. Starts off slow, has this great pause thing in the middle that just busts it out into something more jangly and and upbeat. And, ah, uh, just, like, Nico Case, man. Like, <laughs> she can do no wrong. She's the queen of my heart. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> And I love knowing that you dug the album as well.
1: Yes, I I it was another album that apparently there were so many this month that I just didn't even I didn't even put anything
0: over there. <laughs> well, it's excellent. Everybody should check her out. If you don't know her, where the hell have you been? Go listen to her now. Just sit down and listen to all seven albums so that you get an idea of who she is. But if you do know her and you've enjoyed this one, then Pitcher Honey is uh fantastic.
1: So, I'm at a bit of a this is going to be a hard album to talk about because this artist doesn't have a Wikipedia. What? It's very strange. Um, he has four albums. He okay. was He was apparently at one point, he was a tour manager for uh, Derek Miner. Okay. And Derek Miner uh, fired him because he didn't realize why he was a... He said he was wasting his time being a touring manager when he was a very skilled rapper. Oh, okay. So he ended up firing him, uh, and I am speaking about uh, No Big Deal, and it is spelled, it's all one word, but deal is spelled D-Y-L. All right, all right. And this is, uh, hip-hop reigns supreme for me this month, it seemed like.
0: Oh, yeah, man, that's, you know, uh, several of your picks and choices seem to be hitting that mark. But I've never heard of this guy.
1: Yeah, I hadn't either. It was just an album I saw. Um, the album is called Solar. It is apparently his uh, fourth album. It was just an album I I saw. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to see see how it, because I, I didn't even know what genre it was. I'd I had no idea. And it's just the beats are amazing. Uh, he is a very good lyricist, and I can see why he why he was fired. Damn, um, it's a, it's an electronic kind of. Eh, there's no electronic. It's it's I, I don't know. It's his. It's a very unique sound, and um, yeah, it's just just very good stuff. It's, it's very strange because, like, I'm I, as I'm talking about him, I'm trying to look look around to see if I can find anything about him. I mean, even his. His uh, oh was posted by him. That's very funny. <laughs> uh,
0: that's excellent.
1: That's great. Uh, Five million plus streams independently. He's just in. He is the definition of of indie hip hop. And this album is is very good. I want to go back and listen to his other stuff as well. But I mean my my favorite track. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, so he has a song called Purple Dinosaur, and the cover. This is, this is a, I'm just going through his stuff. This is not my the, the track that I'm picking. Uh, it's just a very funny, uh, cover for his, his, uh, the single for Purple Dinosaur. It's him in a Barney suit, but he has the head off. <laughs> it's very funny. But anyway, let me get back to this. Uh, Enemies. Enemies? It has a question mark at the end. Is okay. my favorite track off this. I would suggest checking this out. It's, it's very good. Um, just very 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 good that i i don't know because i can't really find anything that i would be able to talk to about but the beats are are very solid and his lyrics are also amazing and yeah i I feel like
0: it's a case of letting the music uh talk for him like if you can't find information the music's what's gonna sell you on this guy
1: yeah definitely
0: nice excellent well uh my sixth choice is a little similar uh to yours. I mean, I, I was able to find information about her, but <laughs> I had never heard her name, had never heard her music. Uh she this is she's only put out one album before this one that came out this month. And when I heard the songs, I was like, Oh, okay. This is kind of funky. Like every song had this kind of funk bass line and this funk vibe underneath it, but but still a little bit you know indie and i was like oh this is this is pretty cool and then i see the cover and i'm like wow you do not look at all like what i was expecting you to look like and who i am talking about is a lady by the name of Natalie Prass, and mm. the album is called The Future and the Past and it is her second release and like i said very uh very funky but indie Kind of reminds me a little bit of Chairlift uh, for those of you out there who might who might know that band. Uh, in tone, very interesting delivery of her of her songs and what's going on. The album is a little like buoyant on one end and a little kind of like s- sad love song ish in others. But the cover of the album, you see this this lady with a, a full on mop of brown curly hair and a horrible checkered blazer and a and a button up with a bow tie. It looks like the worst prom picture that anyone could have ever created, like from the (laughs) seventies. And I, you know, and it's gotta be on purpose, but um, it was just such an unexpected find of someone I had never heard of. No one on online on any music blogs that I go to seem to be talking about her, but the album is fucking tight. Uh, I just, I love her, her choices, her music choices in particular caught me off guard. Uh, it seemed like quite a bit, but her, the upbeat side or the more energetic side of the album, I think is her, her stronger suit. But just, I, I would tell everyone, look at, look at the cover of this album of the future in the past, and then listen to the track, Oh My, which is my choice uh, off of this album. And then tell your brain that the same person that you see on the cover is the <laughs> same person doing that song. And then allow yourself to just enjoy the fact that that's even happening in the world right now. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. It's funky. It's, it's a... danceable. And it's just such a jam of a song. And it, it has now introduced me to a, a whole new singer that I, I want to go back and check out her first album and, and see what's coming next. So yeah, my, my sixth choice for June is Natalie Prass. Uh, the song choice is Oh My, and it's off the Future. And the past.
1: Perfect. perfect. And that that's, that's the perfect. point of this, uh, isn't it, for people to find new music?
0: Exactly. It's, it's all about discovery, <laughs> you know, and uh, every once in a while, we're going to have a month where, you know, old favorites pop up, but it's also, we're finding new people that we've never heard of, too, and, oh, yeah. you know, what better way to enjoy some good music than to share it with others?
1: Exactly. So I'm looking forward here. And it doesn't look good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got it. you know, I was curious. I got an email today. Yeah. Uh, from Paste Magazine, since I'm I'm one of those nerds that have them. I'm on their mailing list. <laughs> but uh, I got their their email. That's you know all about the ten albums we're most excited for. You know for July, and I'm like I'm gonna start digging into the list and, and looking at it. But so far, you know, I feel like May May felt hard to kind of dig into but there were a lot of good albums there a lot of gems yes you know and june has just been an absolute blessing oh yeah but i i'm looking at july right now and i'm just like hmm okay well you know maybe there's a few in here that are that are gonna hit it for me but uh, nothing that's really standing out i was i've heard some good things about a band called the ophelia's OK, uh, who I've, I've heard some good stuff and I've listened to them the, and it's pretty, pretty cool. And I'm a fan of a, of a collective called the Internet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I'm pretty fucking excited. You know why uh, I love
1: the Internet, right? What? Do you know why I love I love the Internet?
0: No. Why do you love them?
1: So Sid uh, yes! used to be the d- DJ for um, for Odd Future
0: oh that's right yeah man yeah they were they were all moving in the same circles there and uh she's done some stuff you know on her own solo yes that has been really enjoyable as well but the idea of you know the fact that the internet's going to be coming back and putting something new out because they haven't done that since 2015 yeah
1: it's been a while
0: it's been a while so i'm i'm excited to check that out Mm -hmm. and uh and to hear that but as far as like Perhaps artists that we know or names that have been gone for a while and are coming back. So far, it's pretty seems pretty dry, uh, but maybe that means we're going to discover a lot of new stuff. That, yeah, that rocks our world. I mean, the only
1: other things I'm seeing is at the end of the month, Hailstorm's coming out with an album.
0: Oh, which okay, be
1: amazing. And um, Darren from System of a Down, uh, Scars on Broadway, is coming out with their first album in ten years. So.
0: Oh hell! Should so okay, then I'm gonna t- I'll turn to you to let yes. me know if that's worth hearing.
1: <laughs> Other than that, not really seeing a lot of stuff, which is oh, boy, I don't don't like that.
0: Don't like that either. We we might be hitting like a, a small summer slump. Oh
1: well, yeah. Oh oh well.
0: <laughs> but whatever we hear out there whatever six albums be, you know uh that we were able to dig into and to choose and share with you guys you know you'll be getting the best of the best yes from, from the doctors of music we have the best taste <laughs>
1: yes we we, <laughs> we do
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome well of course uh you will have the playlist will be presented to you and you can listen to our choices for june 2008 on spotify mm-hmm. uh, this will be up on facebook and be up on soundcloud and notlg.com and you can always like us at facebook at uh, i believe it's monthly music digest or at mmd or monthly music d i you know who knows how i named that page but it is there <laughs> and, uh, and we're at twitter as well is that not right john yes
1: monthly music digest
0: fantastic and uh, while you're enjoying June, get your uh, get yourselves excited for what's coming in July. This has been a night of the Living geese production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.